0: If we aren't the ones bringing them and patiently teaching, and as a community patiently Mm -hmm. bringing our young people into the church from the moment they're baptized, that's our promise, that's our vow at baptism, that's what we're promising to do.
1: Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us striving to weave that Sunday and very Lenten experience (laughs) into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm Rocky
0: McCormick, your other co-host. And it is so very Lenten, so get comfortable, grab a snack, put on an episode of Bluey if you must, (laughs) but join us as we laugh, talk, and sometimes cry about our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. All right, Nicole, turnabout is fair play. You made me do toddler trivia. Uh Uh-oh. It's time for a nod to the king of diocesan podcasts, Father Steve Pullis, <laughs> with some rapid fire questions. Are Wait, you ready? Can we,
1: can we get some uh, open door policy music in here, Ron? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think he will. Hmm. I might have to stay clear of him for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe change my number. <laughs> All right. You ready? Parenting okay. a toddler edition. Rapid Ooh. fire questions. Okay. Guilty pleasure toddler snack item: sweet potato puffs. Ooh, those were good. Yes, mm-hmm. I do like those. Craziest place you've changed a
1: diaper? Ooh, back pew of a church. Only one time doesn't seem that crazy. But Only one time. Yeah, it okay. was like a dire emergency. Okay,
0: I was gonna say I was gonna say is it like a Disneyland ride or something? But no, 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 back pew, mm-hmm. awesome. Would you rather relive the three, six, nine month sleep regression or relive potty training? Oh, I'm going to have to go potty training. I would agree on that. 100%.
1: Although my potty training experience was not as messy yeah. as some people have shared with me. So right. if I have to relive someone else's potty <laughs> right. training experience. No, just ours. Okay. Just our own. Okay. Yeah. I feel like ours was
0: not terribly traumatic. It, okay. it took a while. We had a lot of pull-ups for a while, but uh-huh. whatever. Yes. Whatever works. hmm all right, kids show a movie theme or movie theme song that you still know all the words to. Octonauts.
1: I don't think we ever really watched Octonauts. Really? No. It was so fun. It was so cute. Team yes,
0: but not uh, Umizumi. Not Umijumi. I know. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Strangest thing you've
1: ever pulled out of your kid's ear or nose? Oh. Uh, you know those craft pom poms that you like glue to things? Yes. Uh, one of mine had one up his nose. And then also a banana, like a piece of banana.
0: Oh. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had to pull anything out of noses or ears.
1: Really? No. You might be. Other than like fingers and, you know.
0: Wow. Yeah, no. Okay. No, we made it through without anything going in those that, That's a rarity, actually. Okay. It is. It is. They put their fingers in everything, but, you know, <laughs> not Legos. <laughs> <laughs> and then best advice you were given for your
1: the toddler years. Ooh. I think this goes back to last week when we were talking about this, um, to just pray on your feet, always be praying on your feet. I think that has been life-changing for me and for my kids.
0: Mm. I think for me, it was this moment will also pass. Ooh, yeah. Like sometimes those toddler years can just feel intense. Yeah. Everybody's emotions are intense. There's yours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you regress to toddlerhood (laughs) as you're dealing with your toddler. Yeah. Because I said so.
1: It's so no, nice to right. see other other parents who have like come out of that yeah. on the other side, and like their kids are you know sitting nicely at church and are mostly, mostly polite to you. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. mostly right. Like yeah. mine are big now, and even even they sometimes I have to give the mom a look like, hey, oh yeah, we are not. Playing table football on the pew in the middle of. <laughs> I don't understand the problem. So, yes, yeah, so what? we still have those moments sometimes where we're just like, "What were you thinking?" Yeah, but for the most part, yes, you come out the other side, and it's so nice to see other moms or parents who have done that and be like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I can aspire to that." Yeah, that. this
0: isn't forever, and yes. there's grace in it right now too. But yeah, yeah, that was that was my best one. Like, just if you're having a rough moment, take a breath, take ten minutes, because those ten minutes, you'll be somewhere new in ten minutes.
1: Mm. Yes. That is hopeful. It gives you some it hope. It is. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So talking about the toddlers. Last week, we talked about
1: Being, being a parent with toddlers. Right. Mm-hmm. So this week, let's talk about them. Mm. And And how reasonable they are.
0: Oh, so logical. <laughs> so very logical. The brains are fully formed. And clearly, their favorite color is not marble. <laughs> like, all the colors. Everything all at once. Oh, yeah. I love No, our there tiny is no people. logic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but they're so <laughs> creative. Like, I do, like, that is such a gift, though. Like, no logic isn't there. But boy, the wonder and the imagination. Mm-hmm. How crazy awesome is that? Yes. Like, the world is their oyster, no limits.
1: Yes. I love it. I do appreciate that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So during Lent, though, yeah. it's kind of hard, right? Because right. we're talking about some pretty deep stuff, mm-hmm. especially the closer we get to the Triduum, like yeah. talking about crucifixion and death, talking about suffering and and being beaten and being humiliated those are all really big topics so and even just the idea of like making a sacrifice during Lent Mm -hmm. um, can be challenging to talk to them when they're small about those things because it it can feel if we don't do it right it feels right. like oh well you're just being mean oh, right and you're and you're like making you're saying that you're being mean because of church which right. makes me not very happy <laughs> i don't already. like jesus right now yeah like this doesn't sound like i can't play
0: with my favorite toy yeah just
1: that yeah. this isn't fun being christian isn't fun so no. we have to figure out how we do this no. in a way that makes sense for them
0: absolutely but i also think that we have to recognize that sometimes they have a more innate understanding and acceptance mm-hmm. Of faith. You know, Jesus Mm. said that the children come to me, so they have not been marred by the desires of the world or what the world says about
1: Jesus. It's true. When they're little, it's easy to talk about things like the real presence in the Eucharist. Yeah. Because all you have to do is lean over during Mass and say, that's Jesus right Right. there. And And they're like,
0: cool. Right. Or they may ask how, but then when you tell
1: them how, they're like, "Oh, they're like, sure, awesome. that makes sense." Yeah,
0: because nobody has told them that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and they've not grappled with no. a lot of difficult things by that point, usually, no.
0: right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that there is just an innate trust in a in a purity of heart mm-hmm. to be able to enter into those spaces. Maybe not like Mel Gibson, The Passion, <laughs> gruesome. Right? Like, right. we don't need to get that graphic. Right. But I don't think we have to shy away from the reality of what Jesus' sacrifice meant either. Yes. Because I think that wonder is what I've seen that comes in to be like, wow.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you don't have to, um, don't be afraid to talk about it. I no. guess is, no, no, is no, no, my right. encouragement. Don't be afraid yeah. to talk about it. Um, and the boys might get really fascinated by talking about the gruesome. Yeah. I'm not going to
0: lie. Like, they might be like, how many times was he whipped? Right. How did it feel when the nails went in? I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, do you like it when your sister pinches you? No.
1: So worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. And and then for them to have their own personal thoughts about how difficult that must have been, how painful that must have been, and then for us to come back and say, and he did that because he loves you. Right. He did that for you. Just you.
0: Yeah. I mean, me too, but if I
1: wasn't Mm -hmm. here, he'd do that just for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that they do while maybe their brains can't wrap around the enormity whose, whose brains can. <laughs> right. like even my brain doesn't wrap around the enormity of, of what that means. Mm-hmm. But in their smallness and in their openness, I think there is this profound acceptance and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And the pondering, like they continue to ponder that, like a little bit like Mary, like she pondered those things in our heart. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed like with, with when they were little, especially, they'd come back like four days later Asking about the same thing you talked about which you had talked right. about for like four
1: days. They've still They've been thinking about right? it, right? It's been like stewing and yeah. they and they have another question or so they have a So
0: when Jesus was he cold? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm. Probably. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so they do. Um do you have a favorite experience that you remember with your kids during Lent?
1: I can think of a few. I'm just, I'm for us, but um. I do, um, and it's actually also a church horror story. Oh no! Which you know we could do like a whole. We could have an entire episode. Right? About we could have an entire
0: podcast just, <laughs> just about, on the about the church horror story. Horror story. <laughs> we could invite guests and they could tell theirs too. But every mom <laughs> yes, out there has it. Right? We all have one. We do. Multiple.
1: So I think um, my youngest was three, mm-hmm. so that meant I had three um three five or three seven nine and eleven and the nine-year-old ages are hard yeah i know i had to do the math in I my know, head and that was a lot of don't hard. ask me what years they were born um <laughs> so the nine-year-old was an altar server at the time okay. and they asked if he would help serve at the good friday service so we all went together uh And we got there early for Stations of the Cross, Mm. and we were praying the Stations Mm. of the Cross. And my 11-year-old has high-functioning autism, so he's a very concrete thinker. And it took him until about 11 to really wrap his head around the crucifixion as a whole, really, and to really imagine what that would be like. And so as we were praying the Stations of the Cross, we we got to him to you know jesus being nailed to the cross and he just started weeping like he just was crying and he he was just like this is so sad i can't believe people did this to him he was Mm. just so upset and and here i am like overjoyed right because he's experiencing this wonderful beautiful truth in a way that only he could experience and it took him until he was 11 to get there but he th- that that was his moment where he yeah. really came to this realization like he really did this for me and it, right. and it really hurt him and he did it because if he because he loves me right and so he's just like weeping through the stations of the cross we make it through the service veneration everything I mean, this is mm-hmm. a long oh, yeah. a long day for for kids That's ages it for it. 3 to 11 right. right and um we finally get out of there a three-year-old was actually Pretty Fine. chill. <laughs> yeah, like I think she fell asleep on the floor in front of us. Um, Resting and, in the spirit. And, it's all good. And God bless the nine-year-old. He's up there like holding the cross oh, with Father, you know, as people yeah. come up in venerate. And and so we're, we're leaving and we are walking out to the car and this elderly parishioner is like, I can't believe you brought your kids to this. And I at first I thought she was kind of complimenting oh, me like, right. oh, good yeah, for you. Yeah. And I was like, well, thank you. And she was like, no, that was really cruel. Why would you make them sit through all that? Oh, my goodness. And I just and i was so stunned i didn't really know what to say so right. i just put them in the car and came, yeah. and came home you know but then upon later reflection first i was so grateful to be there when my son experienced that moment where right. it became real to mm-hmm. him and he and he recognized jesus as our, our lord and savior and that yeah. was that was such a gift that i got to be there for that um but then secondly it was like i can't imagine how many other parents have had that type of experience right. and never came back right And so it was very eye-opening to me on two levels (laughs) at the same time. It was a lot to unpack. And I think I probably talked my husband's ear off about it for weeks, trying to really like unravel all of those layers.
0: A 100% because I think there is still that sense of church isn't for kids, Mm -hmm. but it is. Yeah, And again, like Jesus said, let the children come to me. Yeah and no mass isn't designed to be fun for kids they have to sit and stand and be quiet and all that but it is absolutely for our children and if we don't bring them when they're little to begin to have those experiences and to encounter jesus and Mm -hmm. like your son even at 11 having that profound again how is he ever going to have that right if we aren't the ones bringing them and patiently teaching and as a community, patiently mm-hmm. bringing our young people into the church from the moment they're baptized, that's our promise. That's our vow at right. baptism. That's what and, we're
1: promising to do. And, like, what wouldn't I give to have more people have yes. that experience the way he had it? Right. I, I actually, it was last Lent. I was, in a, I was leading a small group, mm-hmm. and uh, I mentioned that experience with my son crying at the Stations yeah. of the Cross. And, and one of the men in the group said, what I wouldn't give to be able to weep Right. hearing that he said i i wish i could yeah authentically weep hearing that he's like but you know we grow up hearing it for so long that i think sometimes we just kind of like yep. distance ourselves so far from it right or it just becomes something that we've heard so much that we're no longer able to enter into that experience mm-hmm. the same way he's like i would i wish i had that yeah i wish i had the gift your son had to really enter into an experience in that way and that just was like so affirming right to hear someone say that because, mm-hmm. you know, number one, whenever you have a child with a disability, you always worry like Absolutely. how is their experience going to be? I don't want to ruin this for them. I want them to have a relationship on whatever level is best for them. And I know our Lord will come to him, but mm-hmm. it's just like you always worry. Yeah. Like, is he ever really gonna wrap his head around this? And and he did and it was such a gift. So what a gift I, that you were there to witness it. Yes. Yeah. And and it was in it was in fully adult words, right? We weren't using right. a children's Mm-mm. Stations of the Cross. He wasn't watching a cartoon. He wasn't mm-hmm. watching Mel Gibson's no, Passion gosh. of the Christ. Don't <laughs> let your children watch that. <laughs> but, it, but it was just, right. it was like the traditional yeah. church language Stations of the Cross. And he heard that and he knew. And I yeah. I was so grateful for that. So yeah. so yeah, so let's talk about our little people some more.
0: Okay. Is I was going to say, ours, our, yeah. like my experience with little people is around the Stations of the Cross too. Mm. So I think there's something there. There's something that's really tangible about the the walk that Jesus walked. Yes, And each of those little moments, and for us, we used to um, take our kids up to St. Cyril and Methodius. They have outdoor stations. And so we would do those, and it was at the crucifixion. Like, both, at this time, we only had two, and they were little, little. Yeah. But, like, they got to the crucifixion, and they, they, on their own, they just kneeled down, and they, like, spent 10 minutes just on their own. There wasn't the weeping, but it was, like, this understanding that something profound had happened in that moment. Yes. And they were Spending time while well, mom and dad were walking around to the others, right? <laughs> but I think it was. I think we had moved on, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait, where are they?" Yeah. Well, they're still, they're still they're there. They're still in that moment. They stayed. Yes, they yes, stayed. They're still there. Like, wow. Like the women, they stayed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And similar experience, we did outdoor stations at the Divine Mercy Center as well. Um, and you know, so. Plus, it's outside, so it yeah. seems like really manageable for little children. So mm-hmm. if they need to run a little, they can run a little, but then you're still entering into this contemplative experience of the passion of yes. Jesus. Yes, beautiful, wonderful. So again, I think there is something that we as adults find gruesome, and it is gruesome. Yeah. It is. But there is this wonder and this understanding that children have. Yes. Of what's actually happening. Yes
1: and even if they can't articulate it right. in in really you know big flowery words right they recognize that there's something different about this right that this mm-hmm. king was crowned with thorns that this right. king was born in dirt and in, in muck mm-hmm. right and he came as a baby yes and, then... and that instead of us all you know bowing down to him that he laid himself right. down for us and that is they they recognize that as something different and i well, think there's that's...
0: something to be said for the simplicity of that too
1: mm-hmm.
0: and gosh meg's probably gonna kill me because i'm not probably gonna get the name right but i think it's saint agatha kimagi mm, yes you know just yes i only know jesus and mary yes i only know jesus and mary mm-hmm. and there's something so profound yes and maybe we overcomplicate. yeah what the spiritual life is in our children help us to to distill it mm-hmm. to I only know Jesus and Mary
1: yeah I think there is a little bit of fear like they're so innocent and we want to protect that right and rightly so yeah but there are some really uh, beautiful truths mm-hmm. that are connected to the experience of of Christ's death and resurrection right. and, and and of the martyrs right like St. Agatha Kim and so there's I think there's space for us to talk about it in a way that makes sense for them mm-hmm. and let them ask those questions.
0: Well, and I think, too, they're, they're not immune to understanding that they're suffering in the world. Yes. They're not immune to that. They see their friends suffering. They know that they're suffering in the world, that, at least in our home, because it's something that's important to us, they understand that there are people around the world that are suffering. Yeah. And you see it on the news. I mean, my goodness, you can't turn on the television but to see mm-hmm. that people are suffering and to give them some context of what do we do with that suffering.
1: Yes. That is a perfect lead into what yeah. we want to talk about, which is like, how what are some real world ways mm-hmm. that we can kind of bring our kids into Lent at whatever age they are, but especially when they're young, how do we really yeah. bring them into experiencing it that this season in our church calendar is mm-hmm. different? Right. And that we're called to do something And it's not just that you can't have cookies. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right? not just right. that we're not eating cookies after dinner. It's not right. just that we're not playing video games. Or, right. Right. That yes. there's a purpose for that. Mm-hmm.
0: And so in our home, we do Operation Rice Bowl with Catholic Relief Services. And what I love about that is that it's kind of out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have to do all the research myself. Right. And so they will highlight different areas in the world that are suffering in some way and what they're doing in solidarity with them. And I love that they work with the people who are there. They're not coming in to run a program. They're actually building relationship. And they're learning what the cause of that suffering is. So they're going into the root cause. And that they're surrounded in prayer. So we can pray with these people and for these people. We can give alms. We can maybe do an extra chore yeah, and raise money to go help them yeah. do what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. And we grow in solidarity and understanding right. of what our brothers and sisters are going through yeah. and to talk about what does it mean to be in right relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. And we do this as an outward sign. Yes. Right? An outward sign of the right. love and the salvation that we've received. Right. Freely and totally undeserved. (laughs) Absolutely. Like we we were given so much and we can do this. We can give something to those who need. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's a good way too to get get our children thinking outside of themselves because that is not just with toddlers, but as we, and even with adults, like I think that we can really become myopic and and looking internally Mm -hmm. and Lent being just for me.
1: And like, how am I going to feel good if I do these things? Right. Um, How am I growing in my relationship,
0: which is important. Yes. But also then the the outward sign that Jesus gave His life. Mm-hmm. How are we giving our life? Yeah, to be light and leaven for the world.
1: Mm, I like that. I like that. So I have some, uh, I have some brainstormed thoughts here. Okay. Some things, these are all things that we have tried one Lent sure. or another. And I, and if you're listening and this is like maybe your first Lent where you have oh, yeah. a toddler who's like really starting to understand these things and you really want to do things, yeah. I have two pro tips for you. One oh. is don't do all the things. Yes. Uh, That's going to be Just mine. Just do like the one Pick thing. Pick one. Yeah. And, and two, it doesn't have to be the same every Lent. No, and right? it doesn't every mean it to be the Lent same every be, week. Yeah, every Lent can be different. Every right? week can be different. Um, so some things that we've done I- at varying stages mm-hmm. of having little people in our house, one is to learn a new prayer together as a family. Oh, I like that. So you can pick any prayer you'd really like your kids to know mm. and just practice it throughout Lent. It can be right before bed. It's part of your bedtime prayer. Mm-hmm. In our house, we learn new prayers before dinner because everybody's hungry and so they're very motivated <laughs> to learn a new prayer right before dinner um and and so it, it's actually worked out really well because in our family faith formation program now mm-hmm. at our home parish the kids learn uh, a different memory verse every month oh, I like at that. home and last cool. month the uh, the little people were supposed to learn the Hail Mary, which my daughter's been praying since she was old enough to talk. So she right. was like, I want to learn what the big kids are learning. So she and the older one, the 11-year-old, both memorized all the Beatitudes. Yes, which was awesome. super impressive. And yeah. they did it by practicing every day before dinner for a month. and they- Sure. They recited them all, which I thought was really beautiful. So yeah. any prayer you want to try, you know, pick something that's meaningful to you. Maybe the Anima Christi. Maybe yeah. maybe it's the Memorare. But mm-hmm. something small like that where we're teaching them those words and that language to use so that as they get older and they're praying on their own, they have yeah. those words. Words to fall back on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When they're yeah. struggling. Um, other ones are like committing to praying a Rosary as a family or even just a decade of the Rosary oh, sure. I
0: want oh. that and say throw one in that we do is um, exploring the Saints
1: yes so we get into the lives of the
0: Saints or maybe even the martyrs and I know one year 52 Sundays focused on the yes, lives of the martyrs. that
1: will be next year will be okay. the martyr um, the martyr edition I believe yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> The Martyr Edition. Yes. Yeah, that sounds foreboding. <laughs> it does. <laughs> no, but does.
0: just taking a look at the example, the, the examples of the lives of people who lived heroically yeah. with heroic virtue. So.
1: And there's a really cute book for that um, yeah. by your friend Meg. Yes. The Saints Around the World book yes. is so beautifully done. Highly recommend that one. It's got saints literally from every continent except for antarctica because there are no canonized penguins penguins in antarctica (laughs) i I would i would like to canonize a penguin she tells me that's not possible yes there are no canonized penguins in antarctica but there are saints from everywhere and they have the most beautiful little illustrations Lindsay did such a gorgeous job with all of that beautiful my kids love 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 that book it is always somewhere in my house because they are always reading it and leaving it somewhere right so if i trip over a book nine times out of ten that was that one yes they love it awesome um, and then the other one is uh for the stations of the cross mm-hmm. if you really want to introduce them to that and you're not ready to come to stations of the cross of the church mm-hmm. or maybe you are yeah. um the uh, osv kids stations of the cross by our local homegrown author colleen pressbridge yeah. is really it beautifully is beautiful done. yes it is beautiful mm-hmm.
0: And then one other thing that we've done are sacrifice beads, which I think is maybe an example of St. Therese. Yes. And so like every time you do a work of mercy, you move your bead. And so you want to have completed
1: the decade. I really like that. I really like that.
0: Yeah. So those are some tips for prayer. Now, what about fasting and almsgiving? Let's
1: talk about fasting because I think it's also a challenge as parents to like if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Right. Um, If you have any type of dietary restrictions or your child has dietary restrictions or food allergies, sometimes it can be really difficult to figure out how to fast. And again, you don't have to do the same thing every Lent or every day even. Yeah. And we have this really cute book, uh, bringing Lent home with uh, Mother Teresa. Oh, but there's yeah. like a whole series. There's a whole series, right? Of bringing yeah. Lent home different with different saints. saints, and every day there's a suggestion for something that you yeah. can fast from as a family. You know, so like one of them, my kids don't like this one when yeah. we get to it is too fast from complaining. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're not fans. <laughs> no, they're like, no, that's hard. Can't we? You're just complaining. Like, Stop. <laughs> right? They're like, can't we just like give up cookies or something? No. That'd be so much easier. So they no. there, some of them are a little bit more challenging. Right. But we've given up. Screens for okay. Lent. We've given yeah. up all T V for Lent. Yeah.
0: Um, so one that we've talked about is giving up any non essential spending. Oh yes.
1: I did that once. Yeah. Actually I did that so just like me no Amazon, because, I guess really. Yes. <laughs> you know? Which made which made trips to Target very sad, right? Yes. <laughs> so sad. Our own tantrums at Target. Yes. And, and we've talked a little bit about almsgiving already, did. like with Operation Rice Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like
0: you can also get really creative. You know, it doesn't have to be money, although money is I think part of that mm-hmm. intention is to share the gift that God has given us for th- with those who are mm-hmm. less fortunate. But giving your time. Right. Mm-hmm. Giving your time, making cards mm-hmm. for people who are maybe, you know, bringing light. So sending cards to nursing homes or hospitals
1: and yes. things like that too. I love that. Uh, we always like to help out at the parish fish fry oh nice and uh you know clean the tables and things because those those proceeds go to support the food pantry Oh, right! so it's always nice to do something like that where the kids are really actively involved they love to race to see who can wash the table off first that's and that's going to collect all the trays i'm gonna um, have to have your kids talk to my kids because <laughs> mine are not equally motivated <laughs> I think, I think we might have made one of the Knights of Columbus a little sad that we my kids kept taking his job because he thought he was the one oh, who was going to watch the trays But that time.
0: is, you know what though, like when we're, <laughs> when we're talking about raising up kids in the church, that is definitely something that we as adults need to be mindful of yeah. is that none of the roles belong to us. Yes. And that if we're not training them up
1: when they're little, then we're not going right. to have anybody we, left Yes, to we do should it. Be, we should be training ourselves yes. out of a job, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And God will
0: call us to something else for sure.
1: Yes. Yes. All
0: right. So what are we, what's our actionable item? What are we doing this week?
1: I think just thinking about how we can um, how we can embrace Lent mm-hmm. in in the space we're in. you yeah. know maybe we mentioned an idea here that you're like, oh, I want to try that. I, right. I think definitely taking that and trying to find that space where you as a family can can do or give of something, whatever it is within the within the life you have right yes. now. The Lent you are living right now, right. I, right. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this this year, but I like, know. you don't have to do all the things. Yeah. Do the thing that means the most. Do the thing that you can do right now that's that's an authentic, yeah. you know, sacrifice or an authentic gift and, and, and is an outward sign that you recognize right. what our Lord has done for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope your week is filled with long naps from your littles and kind words from your big kids and your spouses. Oh, amen. (laughs) Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.